What is up, all you beautiful people? Welcome to the show where it's not wrestling with your budget. It's not wrestling with your conscience. It is wrestling with emotion. And folks, we are on the early road to WrestleMania, and we've already got speed bumps the size of Viscera and Rikishi stacked on top of each other. So let's get our crew in here to talk it all out. We got, of course, your friend, my friend, our friend, Jake Micah, the man who has reserved a day on the calendar every week, Slick Saturday. We got the the prophet, Rob Ryan, with that, with that Cody Rose prediction. Went a long way with that prediction, but a man is not too happy to hear that. The still head of the table, Michael P. Partham. I, I don't know if you're in the middle initials P there. But, gents, what a Royal Rumble. What a Raw. We're here on Tuesday. We're sandwiched between some AEW action and some amazing Raw action. So let's start it off here. Raw, Royal Rumble. Uh, the fallout, the reactions. How's everyone feeling just about, uh, you know, what, 20 hours after? Last night was an electric start, I thought. So the, I mean, we knew that it was going to be a lot of questions going into raw with the news, the CM Punk news that we'll get into and just kind of the directions of really what we found out today, a lot of this WrestleMania card now, but I thought that they did well. Like there was some last night, there were some great matches. That tag team title match was a banger. The main event between Drew and Sammy was a banger. Kofi and Gunther cut off by a lot of commercials, which is annoying, but was also a really good match too. So a lot of good in-ring work, but there's a lot unanswered. And that's that makes WrestleMania season fun, right? Like it's like it's nice knowing when there's big main events coming down the pipeline. But now there's like this little air of, oh man, what what could they do? What direction could they go? And there's probably a lot of different directions that we would all be right with the uh could be right going forward. I'm reminded of the first time we saw Triple H work in the background of the backstage segments and all kind of stuff like that. Amazing production last night and Raw. Some improvements there, Slick, and everyone seems pretty happy about it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, what reason do you not have to be happy about? It seems like the work environment backstage is great. I mean, you can see it, too, amongst the social media team. I don't know if you guys have seen, like, all these vlogs they've been putting out of superstars backstage. Clearly, there is a comfortable mindset backstage to allow them to do these new kind of things and it really seems to be a good place uh, especially given all that's going on outside the company uh, with he who I shall not name right now but um, yeah you, we were all excited for Wrestlemania going into this already with having a feeling of knowing what was going to happen and just in the last 48 hours it seems like now things are all up in the air again uh, the card it could be completely changed and no one knows the direction they're going to go. I don't think they know the direction they're going to go. So WrestleMania 40 still exciting, but still a lot of mystery now as of recently. As things get shuffled, I think there was a report today, you know, some mid-tier superstars could be looking at a bump for that WrestleMania spot. No doubt Dolph Ziggler is saying, it should have been me, Rob Ryan. I mean, yeah. I mean, as Slick was saying, it's very, it's an unprecedented time even when, WB is at an all-time high. Um, the injuries that we've seen just over the last few weeks, obviously, we're going to talk about a big one in a little bit. But I think what they're doing so far is doing a great job. They even with Seth's promo last night with Cody, everyone knows that Cody's going to pick Roman. But to even have Seth come out there and explain his title to make it e an even bigger title, that's what they need. Because now they don't have the Punk versus Seth matchup that would have made it as big as Cody versus Roman. So it's very interesting to see, and I think they put a, did a good job last night showing a very unprecedented time. 
All right, we got head of the table, Mike P. What are our thoughts after the beginning of Road to WrestleMania? We've seen some stumbles, and you can get into CM Punk if you want here, because obviously that'll be what kicks it off. Yeah, I'd rather not. I mean, it is what it is. For, for the record, it's his other tricep. He didn't re-injure the same uh, tricep that he did before, so it's just really bad luck. I mean, Cody. Cody came back to the company, you know, after however long, after founding a company, and just waltzed right back in. And Maniac, you were, you were predicting that he wasn't going to get nothing but, uh, you know, the throwaway treatment, like, hey, you got paycheck and uh, you got a, your new theme and your new gimmick, but uh, not like we're going to put over a, an AEW EVP. And yet, even though he got injured after, like, what, three months in and a few matches with Seth, and he comes b- right back at the Rumble and wins it and gets the main event of WrestleMania. So it can happen to anybody. And, you know, wherever you came from and whatever circumstances you're in, if you're over and you're drawing money, you're going to get that top spot eventually. So you are going to have to wait. It's going to be wait till next year. Just like punk said with like the Cubs always have to do except for 2016, of course. But uh, yeah, we're just going to have to wait until September ish and see what the, what happens with him and drew who I believe Meltzer confirmed hasn't resigned at least as far as he knows. So it's very intriguing that they set up that feud with uh, Drew's future seemingly still in the balance there. But uh, as far as the rest of the rumble and the raw and raw goes, but Women's Rumble had a lot of great moments there. You had Naomi coming back. You had Jordan Grace making an appearance. You had Jade Cargill, Cargill with her, her uh, Hogan-Andre spot to eliminate Nia Jax, getting a pop from the crowd. And you had R-Truth with the spot of the night. I mean, look at R-Truth pulling double duty. He's got to be the MVP of uh, WWE right now. Men's and Women's Royal Rumbles in the same night. I mean, who's a better workhorse than R-Truth? Seriously, what a performance. Uh, two things from what you said there, because it was a great po- a couple of great points made. First, what was more surprising to you guys, that Jordan Grace was in the Royal Rumble or that she was in the very limited highlight package the next night with a prominent spot in it? I mean, that was shocking to me. Huge. Wouldn't be Vince McMahon's WWE. Uh, seriously, I, I, th- I think you're just seeing a great environment. And yeah, like you said, it's just already uh, appearing with the superstars. Seems like they're doing better. Speaking of doing a little bit better, we're doing a little bit better now that we're joined by the man, the myth. On his way to a legend, Dwayne O'Mania. Dwayne O'Mania, uh, what do you got for Roy Royal Rumble raw reactions uh, as we get into the week here? Uh, the Rumble, I mean, I think we all, like we, we talked about it, kind of like heading into it, that we none of us really knew what to expect. Wasn't as predictable, nearly as predictable as the past. Like the year before, we all pretty much knew Cody was going to win. Could have won anyway. Um, was it the best Rumble? No. Was it the worst? Not even close. I, I, I was fully entertained i think the women's rumble um i won't say surprisingly was really good but i thought it was fantastic um i i i was definitely i enjoyed it a lot more than i thought i would i'll put it that way um you at the the you know the u.s title match between logan paul I, i've always been a big logan paul guy i, I can't believe kevin did that all on, with a fractured foot too by the way which is nuts i want to talk about workhorse um was very entertaining with that, and I think that's going to lead to more matches between them two down the road. Uh, the men's rumble. Um, outside of the aftermath, I was I was very entertained, uh, especially with the final two. Um, and then Raw. Um, I, I'll I'll lean on you guys a little bit because uh, it's tough for me sometimes to stay up till eleven o'clock, so I missed probably the last half hour. But I mean, Raw. I, the the beginning promo was awesome. I think that. Like we discussed in the chat, I think the whole point of that was obviously to stall until they figure out what to do with Seth, but also to vocally give more validity to the World Heavyweight Championship, which I think he did, even though 
the expectation would be he's still going to choose, you know, Roman Reigns. Um, I, I love that promo from start to finish. I can't wait to see what happens with Gunther going forward. Um, yeah, I, I was happy from Saturday to Monday thoroughly. Not the mute monster. Is everyone happy? I'm I'm pulling my own Kevin Dunn, but is everyone happy at his absence? Obviously, I mean, I feel like there are some uniform opinions on this show. I think everyone who watched last night saw that it was awesome. By the way, Dwayne, you did miss some crucial stuff in the last 30 minutes. There is now a sponsor for the last match. One last match now sponsored by Credit One. So shout out to Nick Khan on that. Uh, but yeah, great match between Sami Zayn and Drew McIntyre. I mean, I feel like that's a that's a wrestler's fans main event. You don't need anything uh, between those two. It was just a great match and uh, great finish that we really haven't seen before. Um, I'll, unfortunately, I'm, we might have to spoil it for Dwayne just to talk That's right fine. here. No, I, I, this is the one match I missed last night, too. Yeah, so I also missed ahead. it. So. Okay, okay, then you know what? We won't talk. I, I, it really doesn't <laughs> oh, affect, it, it doesn't hey, affect the overall storyline. I want you to go watch it. Right ahead. You, no, you, this is the reason, and if you have it at home right now, I'm going to say this for this reason. You should go watch it because it's a unique finish to a match with yeah. storyline implications that we haven't seen before. So go watch it yourself. This, Again, but with that said, it really doesn't affect the grand picture here. So let's get to it, gents. Uh, obviously, the big news was the CM Punk injury. Uh, a lot of speculation. Was it a work? Was it not? I still don't know what a work is entirely. If Drew McIntyre can just start taking shots on it, that's all I'm going to say. I know that people are like, well, it can't get messed up that much more. Really? It's just like a piece of meat, basically. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm learning. I'm learning for the first time here. <laughs> but uh, I know there was. it was pretty melancholy yesterday. It was pretty. It was almost like. A death in the family uh, with the CM Punk injury and kind of being robbed of what we might have had going to WrestleMania. So give me your guys' thoughts. Let's go around the horn, maybe like 20, 30 seconds each. Dwayne, start us off and let's go around the horn. Uh, you know, just your reaction to the CM Punk injury and the fallout here. Before I give my reaction, outside of when they were walking with him backstage after the Drew McIntyre attack, was Punk on TV at all again after that? I don't believe so. No. Okay. Um, my reaction was like, you maniac. I thought I was being worked. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was back and forth with it. I still don't know if I'm being worked. Um, no, he's definitely hurt. Um, it sucks because I think that we were all really excited for the double main event that we were going to get on Saturday and Sunday with Punk Rollins and then uh, Cody Roman. And now you just have a lot of questions heading into Elimination Chamber. And then after that, heading into uh, WrestleMania. Uh, you know, where, you know, I don't know if we're going to discuss it, but where does the rock play in? We would discuss that probably later. Like, I, I don't know. It, it sucks because I, I was looking forward to Seth, uh, punk as almost as much as I was looking forward to, um, uh, uh Cody and Roman because of just the yeah. built in storylines. Get that, get that Parthy. All right. You got to face the music now. What are your thoughts? What are you, what's the road ahead for your boy? Uh, four to six months of rehab and then come back and fight Drew. I mean, as far as it, it the injury is not a work, obviously they worked the angle with Drew, but uh, I don't think he's going to make a miraculous John Cena comeback for WrestleMania. I, they could do, they could do that kind of angle last night. Cause just like Cody did his uh, match with uh, Seth with a torn pec. Cause it could, that one couldn't get any worse either. When something's completely tore off, you just, you know, shoot it up with painkillers, wrap it. And, Obviously, Punk uh, couldn't get go for one more match. Uh, unlike Cody could. Well, Cody's when his happened, it happened like the night before, and he just toughed it out because you know it was an advertised pay per view main event that he wanted to del deliver to the fans before he went to go to rehab and surgery and all that stuff. But uh, it it's a tough road ahead for him. But uh, hopefully, he's going to be back within like 
the four to six month time frame and not like nine months where we have to wait until September and hopefully can get to SummerSlam as it is. And Rob, I know you're in on the punk train. Are you more devastated for the mania implications and what's going to happen with the shuffle or the fact that we're getting robbed of some CM Punk uh, potential matches on this road to WrestleMania? Um, I think it's more of the mania implications because I I don't really think he would have had too many matches before mania. He would have had a limited elimination chamber, obviously, but I think that probably would have been his only match from now until then. Um, so I think that definitely hurts him more. Um, it's definitely unfortunate as we were all saying Seth and, uh, punk would have been as good or better than Cody Roman. Um, but it's definitely interesting to see. And I think unfortunately, but also good on the other hand, this made Drew's heel character look even more like a heel. I mean, last few months, ever since he did turn, it's kind of been like a, is he a face or is he actually a heel? Because the fans were still like with him. And then he was like being those all friendly sometimes. And then he was being the heelish moves like we've seen. But last night, I mean, what it totally went overboard. But I think it was a good overboard. If Punk's okay with it, then Drew's character, I mean, this is a time I know, I believe Ernie said it before. Drew's character right now is probably the best one we've seen maybe ever. So I think the Punk injury hurts the overall landscape of WWE, but it helps Drew's character tremendously. Slack. My initial reaction, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. This dude's made of glass, but let me tell you, it sucks. I mean, because now we got to wait another whole year for CM Punk to headline WrestleMania. A few of us, obviously, planning on going to WrestleMania Bell in Philly. Definitely a little upset that I'm not going to see CM Punk as the headline of night one of what I thought might be one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time. It still has the potential to be, though, that obviously opens an opportunity window for the WWE in night one, which we'll get to later. But, um, yeah, it sucks. You know, probably don't see Punk till SummerSlam. And even then, what capacity do you see him in? And this especially sucks because it's a similar situation in AEW before we even realized it. Punk gets injured. You don't really know while you have CM Punk how long you have him for. It doesn't matter how long that contract he signed is for. You have a limited time with CM Punk. The dude is in his mid-40s. He gets injured every other week. And he might throw a fucking temper tantrum at any given moment. So (laughs) this is a huge blow for WWE. Half a year without CM Punk, a guy that just came back after 10 years and is automatically you're generating the most revenue for you? This is terrible for WWE. I'm sure they'll rebound, but um, it does suck in the small scheme of things. Seriously, I, I like the but, idea that Parth, was a Partham mentioned in the chat that it might not be a bad idea to have him do commentary. Yeah, you better be give him idea. something. Like we said, Micah, an injured CM Punk is a dangerous CM yeah, Punk he for needs, WWE. He needs, he needs something to occupy his time. I think I saw someone from WrestlePuras mention that he should just go go hang out in Orlando and go. Go rent a go rent a yep. property and rehab down there. Like keep, keep yourself busy. It's cold in here. Chicago's gonna be inside the whole time. The punk thing, I think the WWE needs to take it a different approach on how to get him ready for a big match or get him ready for like get him in the, into matches more often and get him working. Because the biggest thing was like people were saying he looked blown up going into that match. There's a lot of adrenaline going, and then the injury happens again, like Partham said, to the other tricep. But when he first came back, like first first dance going into all out or yeah all out and then the matches prior like he worked a lot and he was working matches he got the cardio he got the rhythm 
the first injury was a fluke. Like after he won the title, he dives into the crowd, hurts his foot. But then after that's when he had the issue with the tricep before. And then we see him coming back from another long layoff. He, he only wrestled two matches since he was gone from AEW in the summer. And then he does that again. Like he's 45 years old. Wrestlers were not like 10 years ago. Wrestlers being 45 was like ancient. Like Hulk Hogan and, and the end of the 90s is like in his mid 40s. And people were thinking of him as an older wrestler at that time. Now, there's a lot of people working at an extended age later on. But Punk has never been like the John Cena, Batista, just athletic freak. Like that's not what CM Punk has ever been. He's been a guy who grinded and got to his point through his wrestling IQ and his way to tell a story and everything. So they have to find a way to manage him better. And I think WWE might've done a disservice to him by not letting him wrestle and not letting him get rest leading up to this. You wanted the big moment at the rumble and everything else, but he couldn't go for 20 minutes. He was in that ring for 21 minutes and he couldn't do it. They should have put him out at 30. Really? Don't, don't keep him in there for, you know, the five extra minutes that they can. And it was probably him too. Like, don't get me wrong. Like he probably wanted to have these spots. He probably wanted to take the break, but we've seen it now twice where he's had this tricep injury after coming off a layoff. And I think that the when he comes back, they really need to manage his workload and get him into the swing of things and on TV more so he can be healthy when the big match comes up. And we're not talking about CM Punk injured or doing whatever else after a big pay-per-view. All right, we got one more big topic on WWE, then we're going to shift gears a little bit. So I need a one, I need one word answer for this over or under. Over, under, CM Punk, 2.5 TV matches before the SummerSlam. Under. 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 Yeah, you just you just got to think about it. Like, that. that what? Put, sorry, I know you said two word answer, but yeah, what, six what month puts you at, like, what, September? <laughs> yeah. There's your answer, under. Well, six months puts you at August. No, six months right now puts you at the end of July. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah. We don't need oh, that. Sorry, sorry. And, let's face, it. There, and let's face I'm it. I'm going to be the outlier. I'm going to go over. Someone, someone, okay. said, someone said September for his return, so that's why I said September. Parthy? Under. Okay. I, I think I think he gets it's getting WWE a little bit. I think he'll be back in June sometime and I then he'll get his two point five matches in. That's that's, what maniac, that's what I thought in the chat. Like when I say is this a work, like I thought maybe the severity of what happened to him is the work, not the injury itself. Like I thought maybe we're being worked a little bit there. Maybe it's not as bad as the last time. True, true. Yeah, right. you could you could have thought that was feasible until you see the two words torn tricep. It's not really a way to sugarcoat that, but yeah. doesn't have to be full one. Hey, speaking of being better than last time, the torn. Last year we had a great Mania Night One, and we had a not so great Mania Night Two, as far as the fans are concerned. With that said, give me your Mania Night One main event and your Mania Night Two main event with the CM Punk news. Anyone on deck ready for this? I'm, I'm ready. ready. All right, Mike. The night one main event now, if they're going to go all out with it, she won the Rumble. Bailey beating EO, hugger music going, streamers everywhere, wacky inflatable arm flailing tube men everywhere. Just give Bailey her big baby face moment. That's what night one's got to be. For the Rollins match, I think it's going to be Drew and Sammy. I think it's going to be a triple threat. And I don't know how it goes, but that's what I think. I think they did. I think they used up the Mania match. I think Drew and Sammy was going to be the Mania match. And they used it last night because they're like, well, we don't need to save this anymore. Let's get it out of the way now. Uh, you're muted again, dude. <laughs> you're, don't give me the you're muted again. It happened for two seconds one time. It's like, with that said, does anybody not have Cody Roman night two? 
Okay, so I won't waste our time with that. What do you have night one then now with the CM Punk injury? Slick, let's kick us off since you're so ready to go. Well, so I think I was locked in on this before the Rumble, and I had no idea how the fuck it was going to come to fruition going into the Rumble. So this makes me feel a lot better, and I'm able to stay with the same prediction. I'm going with The Rock versus Roman Reigns to main event night one. See, I could see that, but I also see that we've seen two of their biggest stars go down an injury in the last yeah, week and a half, in the last two weeks. Do they really want to risk, risk Roman going two matches that weekend for maybe they're another big star to go down? Just maybe. He took the whole think. year off. The least he could do is wrestle two nights in a fucking row. <laughs> if but, we're talking, if we're talking two nights in a row on any rather random pay per view, or yeah, hundred percent agree. I just don't think they're gonna risk. WrestleMania main event for I agree with Slick. Any I think any other any other situation, sure. But having already lost Punk, who knows what the extent of this Kevin Owens? Not that should matter, but the Kevin Owens, like you know, you don't want to, you don't really want to risk literally risk your marquee main event for night two by having the guy wrestle on night one because we've seen freak accidents happen. And it's not like The Rock is like in ring shape or you know has has wrestled in the last <laughs> decade, so it could he could have experienced ring rust and hurt Roman himself unintentionally. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go with that. No. Hmm. All right, yeah. what else? Who else do we got here? So well, I, I'm with uh, Micah. I'm I'm down to two matches. I think they could definitely do Bailey Eo in that match, but I also see that triple threat, threat match being another option. I think it's definitely down to those two options, but on the other end, I just saw that Seth's opponent's going to be decided at Olympia's chamber. So I don't know how they get a triple mm. threat into that, but I think that's going to where it's going to end up. There is precedent for someone wrestling two matches at WrestleMania and it happened on one night. WrestleMania 10, Yokozuna defended the title twice against uh Lex Luger and Bret the Hitman Hart. And Bret Hart, just to make it even for them, wrestled his brother Owen earlier that night. No one actually upset him that night. So, I mean, for all the rest that Roman has had, all these vacations he's had, I'm sure he has plenty of energy to wrestle two nights in a row, especially in the main events. So, I mean, if he if he gets injured, you know what? Got through it like Cody did with uh, Seth in the Hell in the Cell. He, you know, your, your title run's finally coming to an end after a thousand plus days, you know, even if he has to be carted to the ring, just finish it off and he have to him. He's not going to be able to tough anything out. Daniel Bryan also two not two matches in one night. But there you go. Very recently, why yeah, not? Exactly. Yeah, now, and okay. Daniel Bryan was getting like put through an oven in his first match. <laughs> yeah. Basically, like, they, they were they were worried about any injury in that first <laughs> match for sure. Night. All right, night one. If it's not going to be the women's championship with uh, Bailey and Io. If they're going to have still the world world heavyweight championship penciled in, if Seth is ready to go, he should face Gunther. I don't know how they're going to get the intercontinental title off Gunther, whether he drops it himself, like surrenders it, or they put him in a multi man match where he doesn't have to get pinned. Uh, if Seth is not ready to go and he has to drop it to someone, he should drop it to Drew, and have Drew face Gunther for the world heavyweight championship, and Gunther goes over Drew. You could also. Uh... I agree with Gunther. I, I think Gunther's earned that they're in this opportunity by default. I just don't, um, I don't see anybody else sliding into that position other than maybe Drew. Why not Gunther two belts? True. I, yeah. 
You could do that. I think absolutely you could, also, can do that. He's wrestling every week, anyways. I think you could also have Gable take the Intercontinental title off Gunther in a third match. Uh, you know that get the crowd popped, and it would take the belt off Gunther. You could, that. you could do that at yeah. you could do that at the Chamber. The only problem yeah. Gunther can't yeah. wrestle the Chamber. Yeah. Uh, That's why it's right, it's kind man. of impossible to be an opponent for Seth if that Chamber match at if the Chamber match is for the Seth's opponent it's, it's, and that's probably one of the things they're working through is like if they want gunther to be the challenger like ultimately they can't put him in that chamber so they're one of the chamber matches so they've got that's why the moving pieces right oh, now are, yeah. it's also crazy i'm still i'm still a big advocate for him i oh, yeah. love chad gable but i think it should be jay uso that takes the belt off gunther see that's you, you are you big on the jay by the way who's He's your main, main event, event for jay night uso. one like how are you like how are you gonna keep calling this guy Main event, Jay Uso. We went he, over this in the chat. He he makes every spot he's in as good as the main event. He doesn't have I, to be in the I main need, event. I need you, and they even they even talked about it. It's only a matter of time before this guy has single gold. Then, like, what? Do you everyone, for everyone, Jay Parthy right now for not thinking this entrance is great. <laughs> when did I say that this entrance is not great, guys? Am I looking at crazy world? No, you said you said it wasn't over. It wasn't a single. Round. I said it wasn't a sing along, and it could be if the fans finally catch on. Down sense? You're telling me fans weren't singing down sense like by the third time that 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 came up. Okay. All right. On the fourth go around at SummerSlam, and it hasn't happened since. All right. Well, 40,000 people, 40,000 people in us at at the SummerSlam beg to differ, Parthy. 80,000. Yeah. Oh, that's true. 80,000. Uh, Dueno, uh, main event, just lock it in here. Sorry. EO, I'm going to go EO Bailey. And then for the men's match, well, just for night one, for, oh, for the main event, night one. Oh, oh, I, I think, I think it's going to be like a Batista evolution angle. I think it's going to be come down to like the build to it is who is she choosing? Who is she choosing? And then she's going yeah. to damage yeah. people. She's choosing Friday night. That's going to be lit. There was a, did anyone when when Bailey said she was choosing Friday night, EO kind of gave her like a sketchy look, like why aren't you just choosing right now? Like mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So they might be accelerating that. Definitely. Speaking of accelerating, folks, if you're looking to have a good time here this weekend and take it from zero to one hundred, make sure you get to the place to buy a case. Outlet Liquor, George Urban Boulevard in Depew, the official sponsor of wrestling with emotion. Don't wrestle with your budget. Get to Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. Uh, any day in 2024. Uh, speaking of getting it done in 2024, AEW, they're looking for a bounce back here, up and downs. Uh, you could blame someone who is injury prone and then cause problems backstage uh, for that potentially, but that's in the rear view mirror now. Tony Khan's out of excuses uh, and he's facing Triple H and Nick Khan full time now. There was a little debate for the last two years. You know, he's going against Vince, he's going against Triple H, things like that. Uh, I think he's going to get the full throttle of everything WWE has offered despite the CM Punk injury. So with that said, the pressure's on AEW more than ever. We got Dynamite tomorrow. They seem to be off to a good start this year in 2024. Some solid Dynamite so far. Um, Slick, I know we've been looking at Swerve. Swerve and Hangman seem to be working the main feud outside of... I would say this is the top feud in AEW right now. Uh, You have Joe with the belt. You have some things going on with the belts, obviously. Uh, But definitely the top feud... Does anybody have any picks for Swerve and Hangman's dealer's choice tomorrow? I like this concept. I like this concept with a full week to prepare. I think I Swerve has already picked his uh, Hangman's opponents. Toa Leona from uh, what's that group again? Mobile Embassy. Mobile Embassy. Mobile, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say someone from there. I was 
probably going to say Brian Cage just because he seems to have the most TV time out of all those guys. But if he's already picked, then I guess. And I was assuming that Hangman was going to go back to his Dark Order roots, maybe like Evil Uno or something, just because it's the next biggest dude. They're on the outs. Yeah, yeah. I, I really don't know where Hangman could go. Like, he, he's obviously not going to go to his EVP buddies. Like, they're they're running shit backstage, you know? Uh, I don't know. I, I would, if I had to guess, I'd go Dark Order member, but I really have no idea. I didn't That's know that fine. Swerve already picked. I thought he would pick the Young Bucks and have them face yeah, Hangman in a, in a handicap. Can you do a handicap in that situation? I, I assume no, but I was thinking maybe Hangman would go first and pick a one-on-one, and then Swerve would be like, you're an idiot, like handicap match. That like, would be awesome. That would, I thought that would be sick because uh, our guy Swerve knows what's going on. But anyone else got a pick for a ha- uh, Hangman's opponent? It's got to be Keekly. That's that's my oh, pick. Oh, that's such a good and idea. And he did say it's good. He did say Hangman said something about the biggest, one of the biggest superstars in AEW or something like that. In the oh, he's still injured. He's a big guy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he is or not. But that's my pick. I think it's Keith. That's Lee. a great pick, Micah. I'm, I'm. I think you're right. And haven't they been looking for kind of like a direction for Keith Lee too? This match, this match with Swerve has been like, what? What are we at now? A year and a half in the making that it hasn't happened since they broke up. It's been a long yeah. time. So yeah, this would be a good start at least to see like that's the thing with Keith is he's been hurt on and off like and just he's obviously had health issues for the last couple of years. So I think that that's part of the booking with him. But that's that's what I'm hoping for. You know, we're talking about people moving up the WWE rankings. If I'm a star in AEW right now, I'm thinking about moving up the rankings in AEW. It feels like with Kenny out. Jericho's kind of in flux given everything that's happening outside of the ring, obviously, in my opinion. Uh, but we're looking at our guy, Daniel Garcia. I mean, he's I been tweeting about how he wanted to be the guy for the last 18 months. I feel like he's been d- done nothing but get himself over. He's done nothing but put on great matches. Let's put the strap, let's put a strap on this guy. Am I right? Yeah. If you want yeah. to talk about, we were watching the Rumble. If you guys go back and watch that collision cage match, it was. It was amazing. Great. I heard ahead, I heard Luke. great things about that. I saw some highlights. Speaking of collision uh, and TNT, I would love to see Copeland eventually take this title off Christian, probably yes. Revolution. And I was pleading to Micah at a point when Adam Copeland had a open challenge on collision for Daniel Garcia to accept that. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a banger of a feud. And if Copeland was willing to put over Danny and have him take the title off him that's the perfect spot i don't think danny could go into the world title picture right now and win it but tnt perfect opportunity to restore that title and what better way to do it with a win over a guy like edge mm-hmm. yeah i've loved copeland in AEW. i mean again has he been edge level yet i don't think so but he's been very great for the AEW roster and what he's brought so far so we'll see if he can get that level uh, bottom row, what do we got uh, on anything AEW? Any storyline you guys are looking at besides Swerve Hangman, uh, the hey, title? Yo. Don't talk about my girl Timeless Tony doing the good work right now. Uh, I'm going to piggyback off what Slick said with, with Adam Copeland um, and what you said. I don't think they've really peaked yet with him or even scratched the surface. Listen to a recent podcast. I forget who it was with. Uh, what podcast was he on? Where he kind of went through like the reasoning like – when he was making his decision between WWE and AEW, the reasoning behind it, and it was just because of all the different opportunities and different matches and different opponents. He can have people that he's never even wrestled before. And he even mentioned like Samoa Joe as being near the top of the list. He's never wrestled Samoa Joe. Um, 
I, I look forward to a match like that down in the future. You know, I know Slick mentioned with, with Christian, but like a match with between him and Joe, I think would do great numbers. And I think that's something that AEW needs now. That'd be a hell of a match, especially if he debuts high in these rankings too. Like he's got, he's good. He's going to have a win. I mean, he's got what? One loss so far? Two yeah. losses? This I am looking forward to his losses is what? After, after he beat. Oh, it's after the new year too. So yeah, I think he's like... right now. Yeah. I will say, I just hope that the, the the AEW rankings don't become like the WWE brand split, where it's something that gets brought up every so often, but ends up really yeah. not like meaning that much. This so is a what? chance. Listen, they, they, they let them fall off for a little bit, given the way that storylines happen, injuries, things like that. This is a great chance to reset, bring back the rankings, because I really loved it. Partham? I think what uh, was annoying people about the rankings was, did you notice toward the end when FTR was basically ranked number one and they just kept staying there and staying there without a tag title opportunity because yeah. the storyline didn't uh, uh, allow or demand for them to get their tag, tag title uh, shot at that particular point. So that's why I think a big reason why the rankings went away because they weren't meticulous about who was going to get the most wins and uh, there were wins you know, being collected on dark or rampage that didn't mean much, but then it meant that People were moving up the ranks as far as their you know win percentage, and they weren't ready to be that over enough for a title, title shot. And now, now that we have so many singles men's titles, we have the uh, the triple crown, we have the TNT title, and we have the international title. How is the men's rankings going to work? Like, is the fifth place person like eligible for you know mid card titles, or is it anybody at the top rankings that they can call out any of these champions at any point? Uh, one other thing I want to touch on is. Uh, there's been rumors that uh, Malachi Black and Buddy Matthews are going to be going back to WWE as soon as their contracts are up. So that's going to be breaking up the House of Black there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm definitely interested to see how they do the rankings this time around. Um, as Parsim said, there's a lot of singles titles that they can navigate using these rankings. But on the other hand, they need to figure out how to do these stories with them because in pro wrestling, you need a story to do any type of title match. The ones that don't have those type of, even like a little bit of a story, it just doesn't make much sense with it. It's not like UFC where rankings matter in complete, complete uh, succession, where as in pro wrestling, you kind of need a story along with it. Um, and then with the Malachi, back, uh, Malachi Black and Buddy um, going back to the WWE, this is the time. I mean, Julia Hart's already the um, TBS champion. TV, TBS? Is that yeah. 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 TBS champion. It's time for her to take that one step forward even bigger. I mean, she's a star. Her entrance is top notch, maybe one of the best in AW, even in pro wrestling. Um, so I think with them gone, she's already become more of like a outside of the house of black. She hasn't really been with them. Um, but I mean, it's time for her to take off. Yeah. Agreed. Speaking of taking off, uh, I think it's time for us to wrap it here on Wrestle Motion. Any final thoughts, guys? We don't want to wrestle with your conscience. Anyone got anything they want to throw out there? I will say today. Uploaded to Apple Music and back on Spotify tomorrow. Mercedes. Yep. Saw that. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Just saying. Uh, I will say, uh, you and uh, uh, Maniac pointed out on uh, Trainwreck tonight, no more excuses for AEW Dynamite. Vanderpump's on Tuesday. There's no more Wednesday Night Wars This here. is big. This is big. And by the way, yeah. I looked it up. Vanderpump was one of the most watched shows on cable network TV or, or last year. So that, or cable TV. Sorry. So they absolutely uploaded it. It was all validated. And let's see if we can get it done with no excuses. Uh, Dueno, any thoughts? You're looking, you're looking, you're looking like you got something. I'm uh, interested to see how The Rock plays into this storyline. Obviously, he's now ingrained back with the organization, beyond the board direction of TKO. Like, is, like, do they start like, like, 
I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't like. Do, do they add that rock dynamic just to you know, you know, stall what they're gonna do with Seth? Like, do they do they add that to you know add that to the fire? I don't know. I think that the Rock will come into play at some point here. I don't think you just say that earlier this month and then just not show up near the beginning of the road to WrestleMania. Like, what do they do? They save that. Even if they save that for SummerSlide, you imagine that at some point he has like they have to start featuring like him at some point. I I don't know. I'm I'm interested in that. Um, I, I mean, I would say that's really about it, but. Um, I will say tread carefully because I'm re- I'm remembering now like about four to five years ago when the Undertaker came back right before like Survivor Series to talk to Team SmackDown and he's like I'm gonna be watching and I'll be back like then he like you know WWE legends when they appear it's like yeah they're that back was, but are they really back and that was Vince era that, that was Vince era that okay. was Vince era he, he that's how we'll be talking about everything this is the first show of the post Vince era. Here on wrestling with emotion, Triple H Levesque era, and I don't know, man. I uh, I'm interested to see how that all plays out and where when he finally comes into the fold. Do we hear his music on Friday night? When do we hear his music again? Because I I just feel that he is going to come into play at some point. Do you think maybe we get like a hosting WrestleMania, like WrestleMania 27, or maybe a special guest referee enforcer for uh, the Cody uh, Roman main event? Something where he gets involved and provokes Roman to a main event the year later, like Rock and Cena did. I'm on the board now. What if he's what if he's sitting there? This is I'm stealing this from a mass man show yesterday. They're booking solo comes out, bought a screw Cody over and Roman. I like that. Exactly. He's like, I like that. Sit down he, solo. He stops solo. He stops solo from interfering in the match. I could totally see that. He's the elder. Um, I could see him. Has he ever hosted wrestling? He's hosted WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Punk's going to host the whole Rock Cena thing. I can mm. see Punk hosting. Call Rob. Punk could host for sure. Oh, Punk can host it. Oh, okay. Um, uh, that's, maybe, that's a way to get him in the main event. Maybe he's on. <laughs> There's no way The Rock isn't involved in some way, shape, or form in WrestleMania, right? He has to be. It could be. Well, the only time will tell. Speaking of which, folks, Wrestling With Emotion will be every week to other week going into the road to WrestleMania. So make sure you're always following at WrestleWMotion. Make sure you're following our panel, Dwayne S39, Michael Partham, Robbie Ryan, 1108, Slick 108, Jake Micah, your friend, my friend, our very Micah. And make sure, folks, you're not wrestling with your budget. You're not wrestling good conscience. It is Wrestling With Emotion. Yeah. Isn't we, Micah?